Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast, a podcast that gives you the edge. Each episode, we will be discussing strategies, tools, and techniques to support and empower all women. We'll break down the best ways to secure your deserved seat at leadership tables like serving on boards, being in the C-suite, or running for elective office. I'm Teresa Rand, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. I'm Al Smith here with Teresa Rand, founder and CEO of Boss Lady. Well, Teresa, I think we're a dozen now, right? I think a dozen we are. shows. I think we are. I remember we were trying to get to six or seven. Yes. And here we are. And they're rolling fast and furious. We have some amazing guests that we've had on. Like Bobby and I say, you know a lot of smart people. I do know a lot of smart people. I didn't realize how many smart people. I'm a little bit intimidated wow. by all these smart people. Wow. But wow. You're pretty yeah. smart yourself. So this time it's just me and you, Bob. Yeah. Well, well, the, <laughs> I ran out of friends. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. IQ just went down. The overall average IQ. Bobby. And Bobby. We're, and we're going to pull Bobby yeah. out. We're going to so. let Bobby talk That'll tonight. I'm here to provide a 10-point IQ yeah, list. Yes. Let's pull it up a little. <laughs> We've got a, actually a very intelligent conversation yes. tonight. Well, and uh, Bobby, our, our producer, that, is going to... Yeah, yes. I think it's intelligent, but... Um, so I'm just going to do some, what do you call it, subtle. You know how they show popcorn and Coke at the movies? Because yes. that's subtle. So if I say it's intelligent, they'll yes, keep that's listening right. thinking keep, it's intelligent. Yes, Subliminal. It. That's the word I'm that's looking word, for. Yes. Thank that you. Is a, well, that's the right what we're talking about <laughs> for sure. Yeah, definitely. But before we get to that, let's talk about the serious thing, which is we get new listeners all the time. The numbers keep going up, and we're happy to have new people. We want to make sure that they know there's more to this than just uh, our our beautiful voices yeah, in this podcast. Exactly. There's a movement underway in there Boss Lady, is. which you are leading the charge. And so we want to make sure if, if you found this podcast and you're wondering how to learn more about it, um, how would they learn more about it? Yeah, Boss Lady is a community. It's a membership-based community, very inexpensive. Uh, and it, it, I end up spending more on gadgets and fun and things that we try to do each month. But... Since the pandemic, we're a year old now, so we're really just getting our groove locally. We were meeting face-to-face three times a month at different locations so different people wouldn't have to drive after a work day. And then, of course, COVID. So we started doing virtual meetings early in March, actually. We meet twice a week virtually. Mondays, we do a lunchtime. Just a quick call, check in on everybody. How are you doing? Can we help you with anything? And then Thursday nights, we have an educational segment. And those that have been listening uh, or been part of Boss Lady know that we've we've had some great guests on our educational segment. And this year, unfortunately, but fortunately, we have these women in our midst. We've really had a lot of guests on talking about the pandemic, everything from financial planner helping so many people through all the different PPE stuff and that, yeah, mm-hmm. the money. Um, Bobby's a banker in his real life, so. <laughs> oh, PPP. PPP. Yes. Yeah, I knew. I didn't yes. think I was safe. PPE is the, the equipment protection. Yeah, program. that's why I was looking at yeah. you. Um, gotcha. So we had that, and then we've had a therapist on, uh, and many of these people that have been on our virtual calls have now been on the podcast. You can go back and listen to those episodes. 
We had a physician on. Um, and then sometimes we just have networking. We break out into small groups and learn about each other because we truly are, uh, I use the pun on my name, a random group of women from ages, our youngest is 23, our oldest is over 80. And we have entrepreneurs, stay-at-home moms, work-from-home moms, realtors, lawyers, doctors, uh, marketing experts, and then me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. so let's, let's say I'm the, because mm-hmm. I, sometimes that when you join a new group, and especially now in the Zoom, you know, it's like that, that first icebreaker yeah. kind of thing, you know, what, uh, What's your experience in that? How 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 do you make people feel welcome? What's the kind of the, some of the feedback you get that people go, oh, I, that was a whole lot better yeah. than thought the I'd be. Majority of the people that have been joining our calls have either been part of the Boss Lady community on Facebook, even though they may not be a member, they see okay. that community, and we we do a weekly newsletter and we let people know what the guest is going to be. So if you know they have a specific interest. And we don't, depending on how many people are on the call, sometimes it's not conducive to be able to do introductions, which is why uh, periodically we have the networking calls where I can break people out into small groups where they can introduce themselves to each other and learn about. But we really focus on the whoever the speaker is that right. night. But at the same time, we allow open, open Q&A and you know, women just speak up. It's rare that yes. we don't have fun. We have somebody not You don't need talk. an icebreaker. Yeah. They just kind of are good at that stuff. Um, and we joke, a lot of us, that we've actually gotten to know each other better through Zoom because when we go to a, a live event, we tend to gravitate toward people we already yes. know. And then before you know it, the event's over and you've talked to the same three people yes. that you already knew. And on Zoom, you're kind of forced, especially if you go in this. I always do random breakouts. Oh. Um, you don't know who See, I didn't know that. Random the, breakouts. Yep, you can just let the machine pick the breakouts for you. So they send the people to uh-huh. where the, to the different. You let's say you have a hundred people on a call and you want ten rooms. You just hit a button that says I want ten rooms, and the computer splits them up. Oh. And then all of a sudden they pop into their own room in a Zoom breakout room. So it's any any. Cool. I know this is a. a Apologize for on the spot, but is there any like success success stories of things that have grown out of that that you didn't see coming, or or things that have happened that you go, wow? Would- the biggest thing that I like to um, brag about as part of this group is the amount of women that are doing business with each other. There you go. Um, and and I every now and then I'm like, ladies, you for they don't tell me, and then they'll just be having a conversation that so and so just hired so and so to do her marketing. Or so-and-so just used one of our attorneys or is a new member of the doctor's office. I'm like, ladies, you got to tell me this stuff. Because our whole premise now is to embrace each other, to empower each other, and to educate each other. And while it's not a quote-unquote networking group, it's just natural if you want to do business with somebody and you know them or you've even met them and they're in this group, you're kind of already at step two. You're over that trust factor that yeah. we, you know, well, I don't really know them. And then, you know, three other people you can ask about them. You know, is she a good attorney? Is she, you know, what kind of work does she do? What kind of doctor is it? Uh, so that's been the most fascinating is just how the group has organically grown. We have somebody that sells promotional items. And I walked into my yoga studio the other day and they had some new promotional items. And come to find out, she got them from the lady off the boss lady call. And 
it, it's just really cool. But you have a yoga studio. Well, I don't have a yoga. I teach at a yoga, yoga okay, studio. Okay, teach yoga. Yeah, sorry, I we do don't teach yoga. Why do you want to mention that? Why yeah, <laughs> I do teach <laughs> yoga, and um, yeah, so it's just in my yoga. The lady that owns the instructors part or the studio is part of Boss Lady as well. Um, but my my dream, if you will, for this is that Boss Lady becomes there's a Boss Lady community in every community, and I don't care if it's in the United States or wherever in whatever country whatever city that this is a model that you can take and replicate for very few dollars yeah and what's cool about what you're describing is that i've been part of leads groups right mm -hmm, groups mm -hmm. and it's, there's some sometimes it's a forced thing mm -hmm. it's like you're you're almost somebody's expecting you to give them business before they even know your right. full name yep. or can't remember who you are or why they should give you business. And this kind of is the reverse angle, uh, reverse effect, yep. which I think is probably and, has more lasting to it. Yeah, and that's why I like to say it's organic. Now, yeah. what one of the, we have what we call rules of engagement, and especially on our Facebook page, and so on our Boss Lady member page, which is a private page, and then we have the Boss Lady community. If you are a member of the Boss Lady member group we have marketing monday so on monday you can be as obnoxious as you want to be on the boss lady member and community page with what you do for a living but you cannot on tuesday through sunday because i don't want we decided we don't want every single day to be somebody's trying yeah. to pressure you into buying something mm -hmm. and we everybody knows you know they can put on there what they do without being salesy about it well the thing about that is it's it doesn't work anyway it doesn't work anyway <laughs> I mean, people right like, i always think like facebook is somebody yeah. described to me one time is like we're going to talk more about yeah, social media are. here in a minute but facebook somebody just told me it's like facebook is like your front porch right so oh, you wouldn't yeah. walk out on your front porch and yell to your neighbor Betty, hey Betty, you know you want to buy some insurance? Yeah, exactly. Want to get a loan <laughs> yeah. from me? That's what you go to LinkedIn you know, for. <laughs> yeah, but right. you would you would say, hey, you know how you doing today? Yeah. I saw your dog. Hey, you here? I found you. Yeah, you know it's like you would. Here's pictures of my grandkids. You yeah, know, those kinds exactly. of things. And then when that relationship right. forms, then there might be an ability right. to make do business. And so many people, good Lord, go to yeah, social media and they immediately it's like you know that's, that's yeah. not the way it doesn't work i mean one it's obnoxious two it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah, yeah. And there, there's a whole lot of ways you know use facebook ads and all those things but um i was going to say something i lost my train of thought okay keep talking now because i don't remember we were talking about the porch. marketing and the <laughs> oh i know what yard. i was going to say thank you geez <laughs> um is that we we market our business, but what we also do, because, as I said earlier, this is a random group of women, not everybody in the group's an entrepreneur. Yeah, so okay, we good. have people that are working for corporate America that aren't selling anything. Um, right. But what we allow, I hate to use the word allow, but part of what, what happens is if you're on the board of a nonprofit and your nonprofit's doing a 5K next week, that's what you put on Marketing Monday. Okay, you know, So you can promote... You can't direct fundraise, although that organically happens too. You know, for the month of October, we're um, gathering feminine hygiene products for a domestic abuse center. So we're always doing something like that. Um, and what's so cool about that is, you know, because we do have people not just in our own county anymore, I get Amazon boxes. So people know that we're raising, we're doing the feminine hygiene products for women because it's um, 
feminine hygiene products for women. That's, I was going to I wasn't going to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> hence we don't have my smartest friends on here tonight, but um, people are just ordering them in Amazon and they show up on my doorstep. So you can be in 10 buck two and still participate. Yeah. Okay. Al, I'm hurt and offended because she said we weren't smart. I just feel like we were polite because we didn't correct you. I know, right? Jeez. (laughs) Which is one of the things you warned me about, Al, when I started this that I was nervous about is that things just pop out of your mouth and then you're going, oops. I didn't mean to say that. Well, that's what's great about podcasts is that. And then you always hear the national so and you know some big star some yeah, movie some exactly. said something on podcast because it's conversational you're just talking yeah. like you would talk to your friends and that's why it's the power of podcasts I think and why they're interesting is because yeah. you're just eavesdropping on somebody's conversation yeah. that's of interest to you hey before we I, one more thing I want to because we I don't think we've mentioned this and if we did I don't remember but um, with 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 the death of uh, RBG. RBG. The first woman ever to lie in state. Yeah. Now, you were in your last show, you had the young lady uh, who had the poem about yeah. 100 years since women got, got the, the vote. Well, it's how many years? I was actually shocked when I heard that, but I don't know who I thought the first woman might have been. But And the first Jewish person. The first, yes. As well. Yeah. And, and I must say, in, in this most polarized world we live in, more polarized by the day. Yeah. Uh, I, I, universal respect. There I mean, was, even yeah. from people who um, who didn't uh, did certainly didn't agree with her, right? But um, I think her and J- uh, Justice Scalia's yeah, relationship. Great. And I heard somebody say, you know, it's not that unusual. I mean, you and your husband don't agree on everything. Right. I mean, you know, it's just that, but, but they were friends right. first. Like yeah. what we're talking about here, like they were yeah. friends first and when they disagreed on the law it wasn't they went home and held it against the other person they respected their view and the other thing I wanted to say about her was that she's probably going to go down uh, her writings more in the things she dissented on than the things that she got passed which I think she stood her ground right we don't think of that sometimes and sometimes it takes society times to catch up with, with things and I think that that's what I, those are the things about her yeah. kind of curious is that her the strength of her dissents she um, did not waver on what she believed like the like the whole thing with the um you know back to women's rights which was um led better yeah case mm-hmm. you know general, that was it general electric or general it motors was, uh, it was yeah it yeah was, uh, i'm sure somebody will look, google it as we're talking yes but yeah oh correct us yes <laughs> isn't hard but but the point being that this woman didn't find out until after she had retired mm-hmm. that she had been a floor boss in a manufacturing facility goodyear tires what it was yeah. that it, and that she found out after she retired that she didn't she made considerably less considerably than men, less. less than the men that did yeah. and then took it to the supreme court and the court voted her down saying her her um uh, too much time had passed. Yeah, too much right? time passed. Um, statue of limitations had yeah. worn out. And the dissent that um, RBG wrote mm-hmm. basically led to what should have happened to begin with right. is that, that Congress went and wrote the law, yeah. which is really where those things should be taken right. care of, in my opinion. But So the fact they went back and wrote a law, because she read that dissent out loud right. and had such an effect that within a year, what, a year or yeah. 18 months, yeah. they were able to do that. So anyway, I, was, I think... Yeah, she was a powerful 
powerful woman. Powerful uh, what, woman. Four foot two. I know and... she was tiny, but she was doing push ups to the day she yeah. died, practically. Fought cancer like four yeah, times. That's, that's she a, did. That's and she one. had a great support with her husband. It's quite a love story. Yeah. Really. And she couldn't cook. Quite a love story. Could so not there you cook. go. Her kids said, no, they, <laughs> mama was not allowed to cook. If you watch the RBG documentary, it's really good. Really good. So. Yeah, well, let's move on. Uh, do we want to take a break or you want to do your random thought? Let's do the random thought. Yeah, why not? Um, let's just keep rolling. So yeah. here's the random thought. It is uh, from Rachel. And I love this. It cracks me up every time I read it. It says, if Cinderella's shoe fit perfectly, why did it fall off? Huh. <laughs> if Cinderella's shoe fit perfectly, why did it fall off? You know, I thought that story was real up until right then. <laughs> and now, there's the lie. There's the lie. Uh, but it gives you pause for thought, right? Yeah. yeah. It's something to do with midnight, but I, yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. Swelling? Anyway. I don't know. It's the only way she could find her prince. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this would be a time I'm glad we're not filming. Yeah. The look on my yeah, face. Yeah, look on your face. So, send in your random thoughts. You can go yes. to Boss Lady Community. You can go to TeresaRanConsulting.com and leave them. Uh, or you can call 1-833-825-7263, which is one 833 T-B-L Rand. And leave me your random thoughts and you get a nice boss lady gift. Yeah. We should put pictures up of those yeah. gifts. Okay, it, before we go too far, the, so the website, if people want more information yes. about you, the services you right. uh, offer, boss lady, and, and all the shows right. and everything, tell them where that is. Teresa Rand, Teresa with no H, TeresaRandConsulting.com. And there's a boss lady tab. There's a coaching tab. Uh, there's an events tab, so everything you want to know is cool. on that website. Whether you are an entrepreneur, climbing the corporate ladder, or stay-at-home mom, you are a boss lady. Check out TeresaRanConsulting.com and find out how you can join our unique group of women. Together, we are cultivating growth by embracing, empowering, and educating each other. Check us out today. All right, let's uh, we'll jump into the social dilemma. Yeah. So I texted Al, I don't know, a week ago. Might have been two days ago. <laughs> well, first of all, we're going to bring Bobby, our, our producer, yeah. into hey. this because because he knows way more. <laughs> but no, because he's yeah, he's, he's had his own podcast for a long time. And I think we'll, once we get into it. crazy active on every social yeah, platform. She's, yeah, she's always really. showing yeah. me, hey, look how yeah. many this and that's and the others and I don't know half the time what he's talking about. I so know, right? That's why we have We'll defer here. to him on anything yep. that requires a whole lot of uh, knowledge past the stuff. But, but anyway. This film, yeah. it's called The Social Dilemma Film Movie Documentary, whatever. And uh, on I Netflix, yeah. just on Netflix, yes. Watched it myself probably a week ago. And um, it's whether you agree or don't agree. And, and I did some research in preparation. There are people that, you know, don't really like the way the the film was handled and we'll talk about that but the fact is social media is number one here to stay mm -hmm. uh and number two it's impacting our lives however you feel is it majority good is it majority bad is it in the middle where's it going i don't know but i mean when did 
uh, one of our guests last week was just talking about, you know, she didn't get her first email until she was in college. Yeah. So we're really not talking about that long ago. Right. And social media being so, and this, these were young developers. Mm-hmm. These are all millennials, right? These are all, every one of these, they're all like, what I noticed is that they were all kind of geeky, skinny, and white. That's what I noticed about And it. male. And male. And there was one, I think there was one. There were two women. Two women, okay. And then there were two other women that were professors. So yeah. all of the, and I, I literally printed out all the people that were on there, and I'm not going to go through this whole list, but just to kind of give you an overview, the former design ethicist at Google, the former executive at Twitter, early team with Instagram, former experienced design consultant with Google, former operations manager with, face, manager with Facebook, former engineer with YouTube, Twitter. So these were people that were in the work right? Um, and decided to leave the work. And this Tristan Harris was the co-founder of something called the Center for Humane Technology. Mm-hmm. They decided that the work became more about making money and really figuring out how our brains as humans work that it was tilting toward bad instead of good. And so they left and formed this group. Um, and then some of the naysayers are saying, well, well it, you know, they got yeah. into it to make money, but, you know. Well, I had read, I read a, I can't think of the name of the book, but years, not that many years ago, but a few years back, I had read a book, similar, you know, topic. But, and she talked, the lady basically said, they wrote the book, said that this is the largest social science experiment ever yeah. in right. mankind. And every, you know, with, especially with the phone and, and the access we have. Yeah. And a lot of this, uh, this, this documentary was just our inability to put, put the phone and engage in the person next yeah. person rather yeah. than wondering how many likes we got on the last comment right. or picture or, or whatever we have. But, but so in this book I read, she said that they tried to do a, experiment where they would have a group of people and they would study them with their phones and have a group of people they'd study without the phones right. but they couldn't do the experiment because they could get enough people couldn't that would give up, their phone. That, give up their you phone. know i just heard this the other day somebody gave me this quote they said somewhere there's a guy without a phone who has no idea how upset he's supposed to be right <laughs> yeah exactly you know yeah. interesting to this yeah. i was actually in africa earlier this year right and i spent a couple weeks in uganda and they're about 10 years behind from like a technology uh-huh. curve perspective. And interestingly, when I was watching them interact with their phones, because everybody had a cell phone, right. whether they had a car or a house or shoes or whatever, everybody had a phone. Um, interesting to watch was how they interacted with Facebook. They were, they were like kids in candy stores with Facebook. And it was, there was like such a... I would describe it as like an innocence mm-hmm. about the way they were interacting with the platform. It was very weird to watch people who haven't been integrated into social media right. interacting at early stages with social media. And I looked at them and just like how they were just, oh, this is a selfie of me and my newest piece of clothing or whatever. Right. And that was the end of their interaction. Oh, looking good, buddy. You know, and there was nothing political. There was nothing. Right. Any of the bend or twist that we are accustomed to is like our normal very weird to watch, yeah. you know, just to have a whole country hasn't started to, I guess you could say almost like weaponize it yeah. in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they yeah. use that word. One of the guys used the word civil war, that he believes that this will be part of the next civil war. And they weren't anti-social media. They just really went into depth about how 
you know, the light button. And they talked a lot about young girls. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. I have told my daughter-in-law and my daughter and anybody other friend that I have with young children, but especially girls, you know, the suicide rate's gone up. Uh, mm-hmm. The depression rate has gone up among all of our young people, but astronomically against young girls. And the movie talks or film talks about the impact social media has on that. Now, the naysayers, and I actually agree with the naysayers on this, say that we can't pretend it's only social media. Right. Because there's other things, you know, their economics, their their school, you know. So, but the fact is, when you get a middle school little girl and somebody tells her she's ugly and she's got 20,000 people or or 200 people on her Facebook page and 150 of them comment, then I remember being a middle school girl. That's a big deal. Well, middle school girls are, and I raised one, right? Yeah. They're mean. They are are mean mean. to each other. Yes. And, and And they're mean to each other when there's, when they're, in the same room together right and now with behind some, a screen but without yep. behind a screen i think that i think i thought that was a pretty yeah uh you know powerful point they made about uh the effect it's had yeah on self-worth right and, and how, we, how and how we see the world and how we are see ourselves right. in the world and then the ability to actually have relationships right i know people who have told me of having their two kids in the back seat texting each other sitting next yeah. to each other yeah i mean we used to do that in the office when I was in the office. I can remember going, this is ridiculous. Get up. But yeah. it was just so much easier, so much easier to do it that way. You know, and they talk about how we've become so polarized politically. Yes. And how the feed, the news I get may mm-hmm. not be the same news that Bobby gets right. because it's based on our profile. Right. I told my husband, I said, We'll never agree. Your profile is way different than my profile. So, but we only get the news that agrees with us unless we go out of our way. And one of the things they said is, just do your research. Don't take even if it looks like it's credible news. You know, and I use the word fake news, but just do your research because you're getting a feed that supports what Facebook or Google wants to support. And the same with Wikipedia, which that was news to me, that even the definitions on Wikipedia can be different based on your profile. Well, Google certainly can be. Yeah. If you search something like, on wow. Google. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if you search, yeah. if you, say you have a point of view that, that um, uh, global warming's, you know, hoax, and I have a view that global warming is a real thing, mm-hmm. when you go to put in Global warming, it'll put up there for you a hoax. It'll auto for me. Yeah. yeah. And, and so yeah. similar things like that. Yeah. It, it almost tries to That's take you where they think really you want to go. scary. And then yeah. they talk about the rabbit hole and, you know, you start, you get something that you like and then you go somewhere. Else. Even printing out this article today or yesterday, I was printing this out and all the little places where I can click on, I, I read more stuff and I was like, wait, wait, I don't need to know that. Get back to the original article. That yeah. you're trying to, you know, figure out. Um, so well, it's people are learning scary. a lot. People are learning a lot from the internet in terms of like storing preferences mm-hmm. and uh, sort of typing people. I can't remember what it's uh, what it's called. I think it's an RFID thing, which we've talked about RFID here before. Um, like the the little radio frequency right. chips or whatever. Like there are stores now, and I'm, we should probably just not name them. 
But like there are stores now that can literally tell based on your phone and what you're looking for right. on your phone if you're in their store. Yeah, let's see. And then tell what you're standing in front of yeah. to know if they need to send a salesperson yeah. to you. So it's like it's actually taking what the internet has learned about shoving stuff in your face and they're bringing it to those human interactions when they're even necessary. So one of the quotes in the movie yeah. was, we are the product, we humans. Mm-hmm. Our attention is the product being sold to advertisers. I mean, how many times do we have a conversation about something and then all of a sudden it shows up in my feed? Oh, sure. Yeah, it follows um, me everywhere I go. If you are not paying for the product, then you are the product. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. And that's, that's something so that scary. whatever we do, we should, you know, I've heard that before. And I go back to the book I had read, said the same thing. And I think we need to be aware of Be that. aware. Like exactly. you're saying, I don't think you go turn off all. And then, then budget our time accordingly, right? Right. Just how much? And the thing about notifications, I think, is a really key thing. Yeah, what they say, they basically said, turn off all your notifications. I mean, unless it has some, yeah, something to do with your work or, or your you need family to, let's say or whatever. You're, it's the yeah. hurricane coming, you want to be notified. But, well, but most notifications are just a way for them to control your behavior. Yeah, because yeah. what they want to do is they, whether it's LinkedIn, Apple, whatever, they want you to keep. To stay on your phone, and and it's working. You yeah. know the little three little dots when you text somebody, you can stand there because you know they're responding. You know, and they talked about yeah. the person yeah. that did that, the person who invented the likes. Yeah, totally. I've got three Twitter accounts, and it's for reasons, you know. But two of them, I'm a content creator, and one of them, I'm just a consumer. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I'm interacting with all the same people yep. a lot of times in all three of those accounts. But the account where I'm a consumer actually gives me a lot more information that I would rather have, right. stuff that I would want right. to know, versus when I'm throwing out content all the time, it actually squelches and doesn't even tell me about what this person said or whatever. Right. I would have loved to have known that. So it's a really interesting insight. Instagram recently just changed their algorithm where the like button, people are finding that the like button is being just abused. It's mm. just just click it because that means... You're basically saying, I saw this. I saw it. Doesn't yeah. even mean I like it. It just right. means you're my friend and I saw this. Yeah. I acknowledge you. Right. So it's become so meaningless now that now the algorithm to make your Instagram post move up is all based on the save button. So now Jeez. what's going to happen is you're going to have the culture shift over the next few months and you're going to have all these friends begging their friends to save their material, you know, and it'll just move to another yeah. thing. And when that becomes a lame term of measure, right. they'll move it to something else and it just continues to shift around. Well, I'll you know. be the first to admit, one of the, the professors they had in the in the film was actually an addiction specialist. Mm. And so she was fascinating in talking about, it is an addiction. And yeah. I'll be the first to admit, I, my phone's rarely out of my phone or my iPad or my computer. Um, and I, I mean, you guys know I laugh, but I check the results of our podcast, how many people, oh, yeah. well, that's, you know, yeah. two or three times a day, I'm checking Facebook, you know, and like you, I've got three different Facebook accounts for the different communities, mm-hmm. you know. So one of the other things they said in this article that was kind of anti the movie is that moral, that this is another moral panic similar to when television, television I always yeah. like, I, my first thought was when Elvis started, you know, the parents right. thought the world was going to end because he was shaking his legs, you know, Um this isn't. It's different. It's different. But but this should is there, right. But the question, they, yes, it is different. But like I watch, I'm still got cable TV, and I'm you know we do too. You know what I, I mean? know. None of so, our kids are like, why are you paying cable, cable TV? TV. Yeah. Here's the thing. I 
like it's so interesting because I jump around, right? I go to cable TV to watch sports or whatever, watch get on the news, whatever. And and it, you know, there's the seven dirty words are still not allowed. Yeah. There's yeah. the you know sexual scenes, all these things that you can you cannot allow, right? right. Because that we 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 control that. Then I go to you. Then I jump You're on YouTube. You sure. go. I jump on YouTube yep. to watch whatever, and it's like it's almost like I almost forgot which which I was on. But yeah, why is there? You know, I thought they brought. I thought that was an interesting point they brought up, and I'm not. I don't know the answer to this, but you know, shouldn't we maybe have some some controls? Shouldn't society? Shouldn't government have some controls on on things that are on the internet? Right. Uh, because like fa- Facebook, for one. I mean, you were talking, Bobby, about uh, being in Africa, and people say Facebook. They were showing this one country that they that they they sell them the phone, they sign them up on Facebook, and then they get fed. The, the news through Facebook, they think, is the news. news. Right. That's it. Yeah. Subjective yeah. source. Right. And and it's not. And then the whole thing about, like, tiltering. They really want you to tilter from being calm to being excited. Right. So the only, you, you can't, I can't give you Walter Cronkite news. The facts. For very and long. Only the I facts. need to steer yeah. you towards, you know, this crazy stuff. You have stuff to be in a to, state of outrage. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. That's, that's yeah. exactly yeah. what I'm saying. So, that's manipulating yeah. us. And if yeah. you've ever gone down the rabbit hole of YouTube, yep. mm-hmm. which we all have, you know that can be true. And the next thing you said earlier, next thing you know, like an hour later. Yeah, I'm like, wait, what, what, what was I my purpose? Here? What was I looking for to begin with? <laughs> that's all designed. And yeah. I think what this documentary points out is that's designed. It is designed. And it's not. It, and there's a lot more going on behind the scenes. And I think that's what the group of people in this documentary are trying to yeah. let us know yeah. you, you are being manipulated yeah. and you, if nothing more you need to know that yeah and i use the word documentary i think it's called the social dilemma film but it and the reason you know sometimes you hear documentary and you're like oh, i go to sleep i don't want to watch that but mm-hmm. this is not only has all these people talking that are, are giving their opinion and it's an educated opinion because they work for these companies mm-hmm. but it it shows a fictional family with three children. Oh. And so there's a storyline. What'd you say when we started? You said, told me not to give away the ending. Oh, sure. I was like, nobody yeah. dies in the movie. Yeah. But it <laughs> does follow these children. There's a young girl, a middle school girl, and then there's a high school boy. He drops out of sports because he gets connected on Facebook. And the next thing you know, he's attached to this bad group and doing mm-hmm. things he should wouldn't have been doing if he'd have just stayed in soccer, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, and the parents are, they're not oblivious. They're well-connected parents to their children, but it, this phone is in their hands well, all there's the time. A, there's that whole, what is it? Your frontal lobe isn't even developed in yeah. your brain until you're 23 years old. Yeah. I and think it's 33 of, for me. 30, <laughs> I see what you did there. So, Sorry. <laughs> but, I was just right. too good to pass up. But that said, just, you know, I, I mean, say older. I think a lot of that is like the, the, the cementing, <laughs> of of your sense of ethics yeah it lives there in that area so you know a parent may look at this and they're going to filter it based on their understanding so they're going to say i understand right and wrong right i know what i think is correct and what's not correct and safe and unsafe and i see my kid and i see my innocent child you know this scares me as a parent you know my kids are five and seven yeah they end up in places on youtube that i have Uh, no idea they could get to you know, and you place the restrictions, it doesn't matter. Sometimes right. they look up the word candy and they're going to get there something we go. named right. candy. You don't know. You know what exactly. I mean? And it's just rough. You yeah. know, One but, of the other quotes for the movie was yeah. social media 
starts to dig deeper and deeper into the brain stem and take over kids' sense of self-worth, self-worth mm-hmm. and identity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just, um, yeah. And Bobby, you're yeah. involved in, a, in the in the gaming space, so sure. you, you know, and you deal with a lot of young people. Not that, that's another whole other right. That's a whole other rabbit hole. That's a whole other sure. hours go by, and yeah. reality gets left. And sometimes we're not sure if people come back from reality. Mm-hmm. Kind of, what's your take on that? What do you? Well, I think sometimes our escape activities can, quite frankly, become our reality. You know, you talk yeah, about addictions. Exactly. Um, you know, if you spend the majority of your time in a space, is that not your reality? Mm. You know, so people often like to craft a reality and most of it comes down to, I found just identity. Um, and like you're saying, I think this is the, the, the perfect subject when you want to try to interconnect those two, like the idea of like gaming or right. like social media, social media is a collection of people that have either really got a very confident sense of who they are and don't need a, I'm making quote fingers when I right. say this, but a filter, right? But then there are other people who require mm-hmm. a filter, and I'm sad for them. Yeah. But at the same time, sometimes they just like filters because it's fun. So it's so hard yeah. to read people it in is. social media. You can't see what their issue is until mm-hmm. you follow them. And so there, there's a lot of that. So what happens is you've got these folks that try to invent a persona and kind of hide behind that. So the only pictures you see are their very best. Yeah. It's the perfect life. Oh. You don't see the socks on the floor. I know some of those. You people. don't hear the screaming kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, some people do that, but they do it as like a comedy. Right. You know, like, look at how funny this is. Ha ha. Yeah. But everybody's dealing with it. You just don't see some people's dirty laundry. Right. So and then there's like, others that put their dirty yeah. laundry and you're like, well, please right. just send me the picture of your dog. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. stop already. Yeah. But. <laughs> Truly what happens is you've got all these other people that are unwilling or just really not of the mind that they have to reinvent themselves and create themselves as a product. So they say, well, if everybody's this perfect, this is happening with girls in magazines for decades. Yeah, always. You know, and and now it's happening where not only is that girl still looking at the girl in the the hypothetical magazine, but now they can talk to that girl. Right. And that girl actually turns around and says, you know what? I am this perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that creates a real problem um, because you can no longer say, well, that's just a magazine model. Yeah. Well, no, that's a real person just like me. I must be insufficient. Right. And And it creates a real issue. It's a real issue. And again, the movie is not, the film is not anti-social media, but Mm -hmm. it's certainly, since I watched it, has given me pause for every time I put my hand on my phone, I'm like, or I get something and I'm like, oh, I don't know. That doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and the other thing they talked about is, again, we can we can isolate ourselves with people, only people that think just like us, because if they don't think like us, we just unfriend them, you know? And one of the advice points they gave, tips they gave, was look at the other side. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to agree with the other side, but look at it. You know, mm-hmm. an educated person knows both sides of this issue as opposed to just my side and the rest of your notes. Well, realize you're being manipulated and you're be being giving, manipulated. You're, you're being exactly. what they think you want to see and not necessarily the right. truth. And then people think, well, everybody must. I had, right. I had dinner with a very good friend who I had not seen in a long time who who's, has very strong political views. I won't say which way. But but she kept showing me videos that, that I, I kept thinking later after watching the show, 
those videos must have popped up. So she's thinking That's that good. I, well, surely you've seen this and you've seen this. And it's like, well, you and <laughs> I are right. different. So no, I've never you seen it. Seen and, and, and you're really, and I'm thinking, I'm telling her because we're very good friends. Yeah. Right. You're kind of got, you've got a limited view here. Yeah. And we actually, I'll tell you what, after that do. dinner, we both felt like we knew more the other yeah. side than we did before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have my husband to tell me the other side of the other view. <laughs> And he has me when I remind yeah. him. But I will say this about, yeah. and one of, they they touched a little bit on this, and I, my observations of watching when they had, when Congress, you know, the average age of Congress right now is like 60-something, 66, and then, you know, when you look at the leadership, it's even older than yeah. that. So, and we, and, and Bobby being the youngest of us three here, and certainly much more in tune with technology, but we have, we have people running our country right now making laws who do not understand. Yeah, it, right. And there was even, uh, I think it was um, a Senator Tesler, I think, and, and he's about my age, and he's like, I don't understand. Yeah, this shit. in the in <laughs> the film, that? yeah. So I, I think we don't have a we we have got to get to a place where I'm not saying we need to govern everything, but you know, we like I said earlier, we are governing TV and radio and everything else. We, we ought to have govern some our electrical ways. companies. We govern our yeah, it's I, it's regulation around. We this are being manipulated, and, yeah. and the government needs to step in. I, I don't know to what yeah. degree, but I, I don't think either. we're not That's, doing enough right yeah. now. But I highly recommend watching yeah, the the film uh, Social Dilemma. I can't remember. Somebody actually in yoga the other day asked me if I had seen it, and I was like, "Oh, well, I'm about to get on a plane, so I'll watch it." And I so. add one other thing on the podcast because I love mm. podcasting and podcasts. Is is there's a the New York a, a, the New York Times? It's Gimlet, I think, is the company that. But uh, um, it's called the Rabbit Hole. Mm. And Bobby, you'd really enjoy. It. They they mm. really dig deep into a rabbit yeah. hole about. About how people fall down these rabbit holes in in, in believing one end of the you know extremes right, of political right. views and actually it's very well done. It's about a six part uh, podcast. So if you if you're interested in that, I would also oh, recommend good. that. So it's good. Listen yeah. to that. Yeah, because we could mm-hmm. take any one of these subjects and talk a long time yeah. about the yeah. subject with kids, the subject with politics, the subject with isolation. I mean, we could go on and on and, and on. We're going to find that social media has direct ties to. Oh, yeah. Every single one All of those of those yep. hilltops, absolutely. Yep. So again, yeah. it's just about awareness. And so when I watched the movie and I texted out and said, "I think this would be a good topic," he said, "Yeah, I happen to have just watched that movie, so <laughs> movie, film, documentary—I don't know what you call it." But anyway, the social dilemma and um, whether you agree with it, disagree with it, it's good to be educated. Well, now you've got it. me intrigued, so I'm going to yeah, watch it tonight. Gotta go watch it. So, you yeah. will really like it because, like, think so. Like Al said, you're way more. <laughs> Yeah, technology. And I'm about to check out this technology. rabbit hole business too. Yeah. So rabbit holes. Hopefully, I don't go down one. But yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. I went yeah. down one to find it. So you know, that's how that works. <laughs> so Al, I think we did a pretty good I job. Think so this is only our third Bobby, one, but it's we, just been the two of us, yeah. and we did well, bring Bobby along for for thanks. additional smarts. The guy got a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we did pretty good. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. So this was fun. It's a great topic, and um, hopefully we'll have a lot of listeners. And um, well, let's uh, before we leave, we must hear we must hear absolutely. grandfather's wisdom. Grandfather Bill, yeah, <laughs> said always take time to stop and smell the roses. And with that, have a great evening. Take care. Bye. Bye.